This panel contains adult language, mature situations, the eternal struggle of dominance between the sexes, out-of-touch rich main characters, chaos-bringing secretaries, absurd situations, and delicious, delicious cake. Listener discretion is advised. Episode 317, we're off to the races. Hello, welcome to another episode of the Spark and Manga Review, some podcasts and very reviews about connecting enhanced narratives. This is your host, Zan, saying konnichiwa, aloha, bonjour, and what's up? Yes, we're back for another fun-filled episode, and this is also the first episode since our 11-year anniversary, so things are a little bit different, things are a little bit fun, and we've got some cool new things that we're going to be talking about. But beforehand, if you are joining us for the first time, Welcome! Spark, as I said earlier, is some podcast and manga reviews about connecting enhanced narratives. Every episode we talk about one or two manga titles or movie titles or game titles, depending on what podcast you're listening to, and we tell you the pros and cons about it. How the art style is, the characters are, the visuals, the plot, and if it's worth investing your time in or not. You have to do anything that I or my co-hosts say, but we try to be educational, enlightening, entertaining, and most importantly, explaining. So we tell you all that you need to know, and we try to be as non-biased as possible. If you want to check out any of our earlier episodes, you can check us out at www.spark.com. We're also on Twitter, Instagram, Tumblr, Facebook, YouTube, Stitcher, Spotify, Apple Music, iTunes, and many other social media sites. Just type in S-P-I-R-A-K-E-N, and I guarantee you'll find us. For iTunes and Apple Music, you'll only find the first 300 episodes. If you're looking for older stuff, just go to the different sites. You'll find out our information guaranteed. Or you can check out on our website our review archive where we have all the reviews we've podcast about over the last 11 years listed there. And we've got a lot. We've done over 300 manga reviews, over 150 movie reviews, and lots of game reviews. So check it out, definitely. If you have any comments or concerns, you can leave a post on the website. You can direct message us at Spirekin, or you can leave me a message at Zan, that's X-A-N, at Spirekin.com or Spirekin at gmail.com. So now that that housekeeping is out of the way, let's get to something new, shall we? Yes. What is this new thing that we're talking about? Well, because we've been doing this so long and we used to do this segment a long time ago, we're going back to doing a news segment. Yes. Well, not exactly. We're going to be doing, from now on, we're going to try to do new release segment. So before we do our reviews, and before we do that one that only the Wheel of Manga, which is awesome, we're going to be talking about some of the new releases that are happening this week. And since this episode is going to be coming out the 22nd of May, I figured we'll do the release for the 21st. So what comes out this week? So we've got a lot of stuff. Uh, some things I've never read, some things I'm intrigued by, but we have 10 Dances number 3 coming out. 
uh, Children of the Whales number 10. Uh, Death March the Parallel World Rhapsody volume 8. That's a light novel. Didn't I Say to Make My Powers Average in the Next Life volume 3. Chio's Road Schools volume 4. Dimension W volume 14. Forbidden Scrolls volume 7. Grand Blue Dreaming volume 6. That has been on the wheel of manga so many times it keeps spinning past. Hopefully sometime soon we get it, but we'll see. There's Happy Sugar Life Volume 1, Kagaguri Twin Volume 2, Kinori Mosaic Volume 9, Little Witch Academia Volume 3. If you have not watched Little Witch, highly recommend it. Love is Focus Volume 2, Mobile Suit Gundam Thunderbolt Volume 11. That's another one that's been on the wheel and keeps getting missed over, but we'll hopefully get to one of those soon. We have My Boy, not Volume 1, not Volume 2, but Volume 4. Yes, we're almost done with this series, which is kind of weird and a little creepy, but also Kind of sweet at the same time. We have Oku the Inner Chamber, Volume 15. I thought that they were done and they're still going on. Overlord, Volume 10, the light novel version. We have ReZero, Chapter 3, Volume 7. I know that makes no sense. The full title is ReZero, Starting Life in Another World, Chapter 3, Truth of Zero, Volume 7. Yeah, I know, crazy. You have Saint Seiya, Saintia Show, Volume 6. You have Shibuya Goldfish, Volume 4, Giant Horror Story about Goldfish. Star Wars Lost Stars, Volume 2. You have The Quintessential Quintuplets, Volume 3. You have Torture Princess from Torchun, Volume 1. The next one I'm really excited to get a hold of, and that's Urasai Yatsura, Volume 2. These are the omnibus editions, so it's the first, it's the second three volumes, so that's technically 4, 5, and 6. Looks, it's a great section if you like Round the One Half, if you like Inuyasha, if you like Renee, if you like Mason Koku, definitely pick this one up. You have Wolf Children, Ame, and Yuki, the light novel. And then last and not least, you have Yuri is My Job, Volume 3. So a nice big grouping of mangas coming out. And I've got to admit, I'm a little excited because this year seems to be the renaissance of the manga. So we've got lots of really cool manga releases coming out. And hopefully we have more as the future comes through. And i got to admit... I'm kind of happy that there's so many manga being released. Just It isn't overglut, though. It's a little bit more of a... I don't want to say oversaturation. It's not that point yet, but it's getting pretty high. Also, a lot of the series that are coming out, if you notice, a lot of them are following the same beat for beat. I mean, there is a bunch of them I didn't talk about on here, and a bunch of them are all Izakai series. And it's kind of... a little nuts. But this is the, the, the year of Izakai. And there's so many Izakai coming out that it's just it's an overglut of it. I mean, yeah, you got cool things like ReZero, Overlord, you have Saga of Tanya, which is another one which we haven't reviewed yet. But you have so much other crap coming out. So many weird and unusual and bizarre series. I mean, Izakai have been around since the beginning, but, well, that's a plan for a panel. I'm going to do a panel about the history of Izakai, how long it's been since all the way from, um, I think it's, uh, Oom. Uh, Urameshi Sam, the guy who found a turtle, got sucked to another world, comes back, it's 300 years later. Like that, Wizard of Oz, Alice in Wonderland, all these series which have this Izakai element have perpetrated our fictional society and have created like a huge awesomeness and it just was really not as crazy as it is now. But again, like I said, that's for another panel. So let us actually get to the podcast at hand, shall we? Because if you remember from the last episode... I spun that one, that only, the Wheel of Manga. It dictated to me that I'd be reviewing a manga that was written by Aka Akasaka. It's published by Shuisha, or over here we're getting it as Viz Media is releasing it. 
it's a seven series that came out originally in 2015. It's still coming out. Uh, it actually jumped from Miracle Jump to Weekly Young Jump. So it's still coming out. There's 14 volumes right now. I think we have seven volumes. There is two spin-off series, an anime series, and a live-action movie, which I've heard looks really good. I actually want to see it. And the manga we're talking about is a romantic comedy... Not Slice of Life, it's a romantic comedy mind game. And we're talking about Kaguya-sama wa Kokura Setai, or Kaguya-sama, Love is War. A manga about power, strife, and the inability to make the first move. This is a manga which kind of tells the truth, but also does it in such an absurd way that it's comical. The basic plot of this is that people fall in love. They confess to each other, they get together, and no matter who you ask, everyone agrees that this is a beautiful and wonderful and magical thing. But this is kind of wrong, because there's a clearly defined definition of power between the two lovers. There's the one who's controlled, and the one who controls, the one who obeys, and the one who's obeyed. There's a winner and a loser. And if you aspire for something higher than your position, you will undoubtedly become the loser. Love is a war. And the one who falls in love loses. This is the story of two students for Shu Chuin Private Academy, the super prestigious academy that educates the rich, the powerful, the influential future controllers of the world. And these two students like each other but they don't want to admit they like each other because if they admit they like the other person, they lose. They give all the power to the other person. So they go through absurdly crazy lengths to get the other person to confess their love. And it goes hilariously wrong. Our main characters are Kaguya Shinomiya and Miyuki Shirogane, the vice president and president of the Shunchuin Student Council. These are some of the brightest and most powerful students, and everyone assumes they are a couple. And they want to be a couple, don't get me wrong. However, they want to win this insane game between them, because Kaguya is the daughter of a wealthy Zaibatsu family. Zaibatsu being those big corporations, like she's worth billions. And then you have Miyuki Shirogane, he is the top student of the school, well known across the prefecture, he busts his ass off, he works, he's someone who is not rich in this school, he got there on a scholarship, but he is one of the greatest students they've ever seen, and he's the person that they're going to be like, yeah, this is the person that's going to be nouveau rich when this is all over. And... These two are engaging in a bunch of mental battles with each other in order to get them to confess. They're fighting each other in ways which are psychologically disturbing and bizarre. Now, what am I talking about? I'm talking about things, for example, Kaguya sending a letter to someone with a free ticket, but they can't go to that movie. So she'll orchestrate so that the ticket and the two tickets are going to be given to one of them, and then the question is, who asks who to go to the movie? Will Miyuki ask Kaguya to go to the movie, or will Miyuki force Kaguya to, to ask that they go on a date? 
mind games up the wazoo. And these two are super intelligent, super clever, and they're both out of their fucking minds. There's some cute aspects about them because they're so out of touch. It's simply like they could just own up and say, yes, I love you, I like you, and then that would, they would be so much happier. But no, it is the chase. It is the game of the chase of them trying to get each other to care about each other and the misunderstandings that happen. One thinking the other's mad at them because they didn't do something, but in fact they're super happy they did it. And making things even more complicated, you have these two who are in these battle of wits with each other over such an absurd concept. You have Kaguya's subordinate, the third in command of the student council, the secretary, Chika Fujiwara, or as I like to call her, the Chaos Bringer. She is a super cheerful, friendly, nice girl who's in charge of the game club, who's really cute and also really busty. She is the reason for all of the fan service in this manga. And she's been friends with Kaguya since junior high school. And her deal is that she fucks it up. She is either the catalyst or she does something wrong. They have to vote. Okay, well, we have to pick where we're going to go to for for vacation for the student council. Well, you know, Kaki's like, yeah, you know, we can go to the, we'll go to the beach. We'll go to the beach. The beach would be great. And she tries to convince him, we'll go to the beach. It'll be fun. It'll be great, you know. And you could see me in a, in a bikini. And then she looks at Chica and is like, oh, wait a minute. Fuck. She has bigger boobs than me. What am I going to do? And she has to change it up. And meanwhile, Miyuki's like, I can't, I can go to the beach. It'd be nice. It'd be fun. I it just, you know, I just, I just, I can't swim. And it's like, eventually, oh wait, no, but there's bugs in the mountains. Don't want to go to the mountains now. No. And then they get stuck on what they're going to do. Or one where they're fighting over who gets a cake. Because whoever gets a cake, it's proven that that's the person they love and they fight with each other. Or... One of, let's set up a date, but it was not going to be a date, so it's be a meeting, so who's going to text first? Are you going to text first? Are you going to ask me to text you? What will happen? Who will know? Ah! It is a crazy, weird, absurd comedy series that's a very awesome romance. And it does take place over a period of time. They're sophomores when this starts. Because it's been half a year since they were elected, and this is following them as they are trying to resolve this situation. And you have lots of supporting casts who do show up. You have the treasurer, who is completely terrified of Kaguya because he thinks that she is going to kill him. Because he's heard things that she has never said. You have the couple that goes to them for advice, and they act like they know what they're doing. Like, uh... The one guy who's, I think his name's Subasa. he is the boyfriend of the girl Kashiwaga, goes to Shogun and says, I want to get her to like me. You, you're in a relationship, you teach what to do. And he's like, I haven't ever been in a relationship, but you know, maybe I'll, I'll act like I do and he'll, it'll be cool. So he gives completely wrong advice, but for some reason the wrong advice works. And it's this one-upsmanship which is engaging, it keeps it fresh, even though it is virtually the same plot. It's... A situation happens, they try to one-up each other, and it either goes horribly wrong, or it goes in a weird way right, but not really. It doesn't go the way you expect. And this happens over and 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 over, and over again. And even though this is a Senate series, I think that this would be classified more as a Chose series, because it does focus heavily on the romance aspect, and 
Greta loves this series. She finds it awesome. She's actually excited for another series if there is another season of it. She's hoping for another ser series for it. She likes the manga. She really enjoyed the anime. And I think she wants me to take her to see the live action film. But again, I digress. How's the art style in this series? It's passable. It's decent. All the characters are very easy to tell apart. It's not like they are all the same. And everyone has a very unique style to them. Uh, Kagi has this kind of typical, I don't want to say the uh, uh, beautiful Japanese girl look, but she's very demure, very simple. And then Chika looks like a crazy person with her weird hair and big boobs and just her just absurd craziness. And Shogani is the blonde-haired, blue-eyed main character who has a look of goodness. And I do like that it twists. Like, you see there... It's very similar to, we'll say... Umaro-chan or Switch Girl or Kari Kano, where it has that... You see their public face, and then their internal face is completely different because they're plotting an evil face. And it goes back and forth and back and forth. And that is the series. It's a lot of comical jokes, and it's very simple. Now... The one thing I will say about this is that it is the same joke over and over and over and over and over again. And that does wear away a bit. It does. As this battle of wits goes on and the characters are trying to make each other fall in love with each other, it gets to certain points where they sit, it seems like one is going to give up or one's going to actually give into the towel. And then it goes into their brain where it says, Oh, this is probably what they're going to do. They're going to lord it over me and be like, Oh, so you like me, huh? I think I could like you. Ha ha ha. And that fear makes them not want to give in to this. So it's almost an endurance test for these two to see who who's going to break first. And that's where this series gets a little... It's fun for a while, but eventually it does start to get a little... Let's say repetitive. I think that's where I'm going to go with this. Yeah. But overall, it is a fun little series that just goes a little crazy, I think. It is engaging. It is fun. There's other series where they fix the relationship quick and then it goes into the longer part. And that is, I think, a little more engaging. But you may disagree with me. Uh, out of our rating system, I'm going to have to give this a... Borrow from a friend, don't return unless offered Pocky. It's good. It's really good. It's just that the same joke over and over and over again gets kind of silly after a while. I mean, they do evolve later on and do a little bit different things, like where they're engaged in other uh, cons. Like, the cons are very fresh. They're very different. But it's the same joke over and over and over again. Or the episodes and chapters where it focuses on Chika and you and even Hayasaka. Uh, Kaguya's servant. Those are nice little breaks, but then it's off the races again. And it's off the races to see who's going to win, who's going to win, who's going to win, who's going to win. And it doesn't seem like there is an end in sight. It really doesn't. I mean, there could be. It could end on their senior year where they're like, oh, they finally decide who's going to win, who's going to lose, or, they, or it's going to be the typical, uh, we're just going to leave it as is for all eternity. I don't know. I would like a different element but i do enjoy it i think it's really well done but it just it could it could do a little bit more i do like the art style it does have a very drawn feel to it and that's also something i really like about it is that it is cg you can tell it's cg but there's some aspects which look like it was drawn and i like that i like that it has that drawn feel to it 
It's the characters have a drawn feel to it. The backgrounds are a little more CG, but you could tell that it's uh, a computer program did some of the line work and some of the background work, but the characters have a look that's drawn, and I like that. It's very different, and it's very, well, it bumped it up from where I was going to give it originally, which is going to be a gift from Crazy Aunt Miro. It's a little bit higher than that, because it is different, and you can remember, because this is not, I love each other, I love you, we can't get along. It's No, they love each other, but they're trying to get the other person to say they love them first, and that is hysterical in a way. Now, if you, have any, if you disagree with me, email me, zansparker.com, tell me what you think about Kaguya-sama, Love is War. And the random question of the day is going to be, do you think that the theory of this manga is true? Is it love and lo- the loved is not in control and the lover is in control? What do you think? Post your thoughts at sparkin at gmail.com or zan at sparkin.com or www.sparkin.com. Also, add us on Instagram, follow us on Twitter, and comment. Comment. Please comment. Also, remember, we're going to be at Anime uh, next in a couple of weeks. Show up. Tag us on Instagram. Take pictures with us. We may be giving away free prizes for our Insane Manga Challenge. I'm very excited for that. So, with that in mind, let's get to the part you've all been waiting for. What am I talking about? I'm talking about that one. That only. The Yes, friends, the Wheel of Manga, except no substitute. Now, what is the Wheel of Manga? The Wheel of Manga is a Wheel of Fortune with ten slots on it. What we've done is we've assigned a manga to each of the slots. We're going to spin the Wheel of Manga. Whatever number it lands on, that manga that's corresponding to the number is what we're revealing next episode. We've got some great titles on here and some disturbing titles. I think one of them is hysterical because it's just so weird. It's a horror series that I think that the person was on crack for. But anyway, let's spin and see what we're going to review. That was a pretty good spin. Number two. Whoa. It actually landed on it. All right. So in the next episode, we're going to be reviewing a manga called Pygmalion. Now, what is Pygmalion about? Uh, not really sure, but I do know Pygmalion is based... The name is based on the Greek mythology of the guy who made a statue... And the statue came to life, so I'm guessing it's something to do with some sort of golem or automaton. We're going to find out. Uh, so I guess that's it for this episode. Um, like I said, follow us on all the social media sites. Check us out, leave comments, and hope to hear from you guys soon. This is your host, Zan. The Spirekin Manga Review, Movie Review, Game Review, and all the other podcasts at Saying I'm Gonsville. Catch you guys next time. Read more manga.